From KUER News in Salt Lake City, I'm David Childs. The governor's office and the state legislature have released revised budget numbers for the upcoming fiscal year. KUER's L. Cowley has more. Governor Spencer Cox says steady job growth, low unemployment, and increased consumer spending have put Utah in a good place economically. But the latest revenue projections do show a return to a more stabilized and consistent revenue stream. Data from November shows ongoing general fund revenue decreasing by $136 million, while one-time funds increased by $110 million. Senate President Stuart Adams says the legislature is committed to crafting a budget that puts Utahns first. Lawmakers will finalize a budget before the legislative session ends on March 1st. L. Cowley, KUER News. A Utah man has been sentenced after taking a straight-edge razor on a plane in 2022. Merrill Daryl Fackrell of Syracuse was sentenced to time served of over a year. The 42-year-old will also be under supervision for three years. Fackrell took the razor on a JetBlue flight bound for Salt Lake City from New York. After drinking, he held the blade inches from another passenger's throat. That person escaped but was grabbed by Fackrell, who attempted to stop her. Federal energy officials denied permits this week for a controversial hydropower project on the Navajo Nation in northern Arizona. KUNC's Alex Hager reports advocates are hailing the move as a win for tribes. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission said it would establish a new policy and will not allow projects on tribal lands if the tribe itself shows opposition. Adrian Herter with the nonprofit Tuan Ja'ane says pushback from nearby residents played a big role. I think that was able to really help provide that, um, to strengthen that argument from the Navajo Nation Department of Justice regarding the lack of community consultation and consent. The Navajo Nation, as well as indigenous and conservation groups, said the project could have damaged important underground water supplies and sacred lands in an area already dealing with harms caused by decades of coal extraction. I'm Alex Hager. The Pac-12 Athletic Conference is parting ways with Commissioner George Klyavkov. The former MGM executive was in charge during the demise of the once-powerful league after a wave of schools announced they would leave last year. The board of directors announced the move in a two-sentence news release. It said the conference and Klyavkov, quote, mutually agreed to part ways effective February 29th. Klyavkov says he was surprised by his unconventional hiring in 2021 when he was picked to succeed Larry Scott. The conference said more details about new leadership will be announced next week. Brigham Young University's Electrical and Computer Engineering Department has received a grant worth nearly $4 million. The National Science Foundation grant will help students who are studying cybersecurity. Grad students will receive $37,000 and undergrads will get $27,000. Students will also get $6,000 for things like travel for specialized training and introductions to government agencies. BYU says its cybersecurity grads have gone on to work for the National Security Agency and the Department of Defense. They're also employed by the Department of Homeland Security and various branches of the military. Sandy City raised its very first official flag this morning at its headquarters near City Hall. The design features two green peaks set against a blue background and a white star. The city says it represents its connection to, quote, the mountains, clean air, open space, the state of Utah, in the USA. It was chosen after submissions from residents in review from an advisory committee and vexillologist. The previous flag was the Sandy City logo. You're listening to KUER News.